Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to 30 Minute Thrive, your go-to podcast for anything and everything HR, powered by MRA, the Management Association. Looking to stay on top of the ever-changing world of HR? MRA has got you covered. We'll be the first to tell you what's hot and what's not. I'm your host, Sophie Bowler, and we are so glad you're here. Now, it's time to thrive. Hello, everybody. Thanks for taking the time to spend part of your day with us here today. Um, I'm excited to introduce our guests and our topic for today. And it's February, the month of love. So you know what that means. We're going to be talking about romance in the workplace with Maureen Sawoa. She's our HR advisor here at MRA. But part of her role is working on our 24-7 HR hotline. So Maureen has over 40 years of HR experience and is working both nonprofit and profit positions in healthcare, education, service, philanthropy, and manufacturing. So she comes with a ton of HR knowledge and hopefully some workplace romance knowledge too. <laughs> so I'm excited to talk to you today, Maureen. We can dive into the first question. Sure, Sophie. So I've heard that work is quite a popular place to find your significant other. Is this true? I'm curious what you're hearing. That's not only what I hear and see in the workplace, Sophie, but it's also researched. The Mm -hmm. Pew Institute did a study on ways people meet each other, Mm -hmm. the most popular ways that people see their partners. And in the top five is the workplace. So it's something that's kept me pretty busy in my career Mm -hmm. is is dealing with workplace relationships. Absolutely. So I, I guess I'm curious to know what are some of the challenges of a romantic relationship in the workplace the challenges are many <laughs> the romance is not the challenge because who right. doesn't love a romance story yeah. right right as long as everything works out well mm-hmm. it's when things go awry when things get troublesome mm-hmm. when people don't follow policies or rules or you hear it through the grapevine or a rumor yeah. bill yep. or you see something that's inappropriate that's mm-hmm. where things get very challenging mm-hmm. and employers and co-workers can become rather involved in situations that they really don't need to be involved in. Mm -hmm. Just going off of what you just said there, should every business have a policy on workplace romance or can you really not make any strict rules on relationships? Based on the kind of company you are, you can have strict or, or less strict rules, but I do think every business, every organization, no matter what your purpose is, should have a conflict of interest Mm -hmm. or a business ethics or a relationship policy with guidelines. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be as strict as absolutely no dating whatsoever, because yeah. that might be just really very limiting for people and you might yeah. lose people because of that. Mm-hmm. But you should have parameters around the how-tos and the why-tos so that there isn't a perception of a conflict. You can understand in a supervisor-employee relationship, if somebody has more power over you in a role and it begins to become a relationship, that might look like favoritism or it might even be perceived yeah. as harassment. So this is where it gets challenging. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And just talking about your personal experience, have you ever had to deal with a workplace romance as a manager in your career? Or heard any um, calls on the hotline? Well, absolutely. Questions? Why do we call it the hotline? Because we get a lot of information that <laughs> is from employers that they're dealing with. Right. That is very challenging. Absolutely. In my 40 years, I've seen everything from Things go into sexual harassment, discrimination, and seeing people happily ever after marry from the workplace. And we like that last story. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But when employers call us or when I've been 
as a leader in an organization and we're challenged, it generally is because somebody's not telling the truth, mm-hmm. not being transparent, mm-hmm. not following a policy. Example would be, and this really did happen, is the co-workers of an employee mm-hmm. started rumorizing that I'll call her Sally mm-hmm. was dating Bob and they saw them in the tavern after after work yeah. and then they saw them at work in the car and people were talking and gossiping and there was a policy about conflicts of interest mm-hmm. and Bob was Sally's supervisor so there definitely was a conflict mm-hmm. then all of a sudden Sally is getting the preferred shifts and she's oh. getting the preferred projects so what would have been best in that situation mm-hmm. is for Bob or Sally to work within management or the human resource department follow the policy which says you need to disclose any conflicts of interest Mm -hmm. and what should have happened in that case is that if they truly wanted to have this relationship that was healthy and good Mm -hmm. Sally would have been transferred to a different department oh for sure and kind of going along with that let's say you do have two employees who just began a romantic relationship at work what are their next steps like do they go right to HR and tell them do they tell their teams about it What's your advice? (laughs) Well, my advice is one thing. The practicality of what really happens sometimes is another. But Mm -hmm. the best thing to do always is think with intention about this relationship before you engage in it if you can. Mm -hmm. You have a job first. You took this job first. Meeting somebody at work came second. What's Mm -hmm. the most important thing is for you to continue your job Mm -hmm. in a healthy way. So Mm -hmm. understand the policies, understand the rules, and be in this relationship in an honest way to say we can't go any further with this because the policy says that we have to disclose this to hr so we need to do that i can do it alone you can do it alone but that's we really need to do that if we're going to be um visible with our relationship Mm -hmm. and then see what advice is given to you if it's a consensual healthy relationship it doesn't conflict with anything in the business ethics you're, you're good to go ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, but if there is a conflict, that power struggle, once again, harassment or discrimination, or let's say you meet a, a vendor yeah. that comes in and replaces cartridges in the printer or something, mm-hmm. and you this is another person. Well, that's also a conflict because the business has a relationship with that vendor for money, right. and you don't want to perceive as being involved in that situation. Right. So it's not just your coworker that, this stuff can happen, but it can be people who enter into the business. So would you recommend um, that couple telling their team? No, I have recommend or, they tell HR mm-hmm. or their manager first. Okay. Keep it at a high level. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would keep it relatively professional and private yeah. until you do get some advisement. Mm-hmm. Now, if your company doesn't have a policy, let's say you're pretty small, right? Yeah. Think about the consequences. Make a policy for yourself. Do you want to be seen as a professional individual contributing to work? Or do you want to be seen as that person who dates at work? You want to be seen as a professional. And so even if the absence of a policy, check yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, be be sure that you want this relationship, but you also want to keep your job Mm -hmm. and be very healthy and professional about it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So some research that I've seen has shown that office romances are actually frowned upon. So what really should HR be cautious of when one partner is in a higher position at the company? Kind of like you mentioned with Sally and Bob. Right, right. 
yes, some companies do frown upon it and maybe mm -hmm. even have a zero fraternization policy that says there's no dating mm -hmm. in the workplace here. And that could be in a situation that is a very confidential uh, product line or something. And employers have the right to make strict policies if it makes mm -hmm. sense. You know, you want to be right. sensible about these things. But most of them have parameters and not the strict policy. There are some companies that absolutely, they're too small and they just can't tolerate what comes as a result of the drama of a workplace right. relationship. But the parameters are a better way to go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And are there concerns um, on work performance when two people are in a relationship at work? Absolutely. If you get too distracted and you're not contributing, you're not being that professional contributing individual, mm -hmm. um, maybe you're starting to show some public display of affection. Maybe, you know, there's more break times than not. Yeah. And that's a disciplinary measure, whether it's a good relationship or a bad relationship. Mm -hmm. If you're spending too much time on break with one person, mm -hmm. you need to be coached and counseled and redirected. But check mm -hmm. yourself. What are you doing to make yourself look good mm -hmm. for your employer? So how have things really changed in the workplace when it comes to workplace romance? How has it all evolved? It has evolved immensely, like many things in the workplace have, mm -hmm. you know. Sophie, when I started working, I didn't really even have a computer. So and now I have, you know, many of them. Yeah. So evolution in the workplace is everywhere, mm -hmm. particularly on relationships and professionalism. The laws that have evolved around sexual harassment mm -hmm. and the education we have had since the Me Too movement and mm -hmm. other things, discrimination, makes us much more cautious and careful about how it is that we treat our workplace and our employees. So it starts with an employer. When you hire someone, mm -hmm. you need to teach them the rules of the road mm -hmm. and you need to set examples. So years and years ago, there weren't a lot of policies and procedures in place. Mm -hmm. And I don't love to have just policy up for sake of policy, yeah. but we all need rules, don't we? We all need some parameters and education. Mm -hmm. And it starts with the education at orientation. What kind of workplace culture are we? Okay. So I have read, I think it's true, that at Google and Facebook, they have a rule about dating. Mm -hmm. If you ask a person out once and they say no, you can't ask them again. So that's very strict, right? Right. But that's what their rule is. Mm -hmm. Others just put it in the conflict of interest. Relationships need to be free of conflict. Mm -hmm. And then give some examples, such as dating a supervisor. Right having an illicit, not illegal, but illicit affair, you know, having an uh, unhealthy relationship. So um, the policies have evolved to support an employer mm -hmm. to teach their employees and hold them accountable to good behavior. So it's through policy development, education, mm -hmm. and accountability. So employers need not to be afraid or scared to call somebody into the office to coach them if things are not looking good or feeling good. I don't know about you, Sylvie, but if somebody was rumorizing about me, mm -hmm. that I was dating somebody at work, and I truly was not, yeah. I would like to know that people are talking about that. I would too. Yep, exactly. And so when we say things that are not true, mm -hmm. it hurts people very right. much so. And so see something, say something yeah. is what kind of our culture has become in right. the workplace, For sure. as well as in life. So going along with that, you would recommend that an employer should be completely transparent on their workplace relationship policies right at the start? Right at the start, just yeah. like when you get the handbook. Yep. 
And it says something like, you know, Mm -hmm. you can't sleep on the job or you can't steal from your employer. Mm -hmm. You can't have an unprofessional, conflicted Mm -hmm. relationship within the workplace. Makes sense to me. Yep, makes sense. I I came here for a job. I didn't come here for a spouse or a partner. Mm -hmm. But that could be a bonus. Absolutely. (laughs) If I'm doing it according to the rules. So should should the couple have a plan in case it doesn't work out? Or what happens when it doesn't work out? Well, usually they don't have a plan if it doesn't work out because people want their relationships (laughs) to work. But again, check yourself, be professional. What is going to happen if we don't tell somebody? What is going to happen if all of a sudden we're fighting at work and before we were dating? Mm -hmm. Plan B is always always good to have, right? Mm -hmm. Plan A is it all works out, but plan B, it all works out when we still can work together Mm -hmm. and be decent to each other. So yes, having a backup plan is the same as you know when your computer crashes you want to have a backup for that as well so if this romance crashes we we can survive it right Mm -hmm. because we're professional contributing employees we can get through this Mm -hmm. however sometimes intervention needs to occur Mm -hmm. and I've had interesting calls on the hotline once again about when a relationship goes Mm -hmm. bad example factory to two co-workers not relationship not power driven perfectly somewhat healthy right Mm -hmm. and they're dating and uh it's going along fine it's not bothering anybody at work well monday they come into work and apparently they had a terrible weekend they got into a a disagreement Mm -hmm. over the weekend and it continued in the workplace on monday morning they punched in next to each other and before you know it i'm getting a phone call on the hotline because he took his lunchbox and hit her up inside the head so that's when it could get really bad Yeah. Well, you mentioned healthy relationships at workplace, and that didn't seem too healthy. But it wasn't. What about when it's not a healthy relationship and when there may be affairs in the workplace that are seen or talked about? Do you have anything to comment on that? Yes, unfortunately. Those are really difficult, sensitive issues. Um, And sometimes it starts with a shoulder to lean on Mm -hmm. with a coworker or your assistant and maybe you're talking about your marital difficulties Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden you're in a relationship with this person Mm -hmm. those are not good situations for anyone um and so once again if it's being brought forward not by you or Mm -hmm. the other employee we're going to get into the boomer mill and we're going to have unnecessary drama Mm -hmm. and so in that situation it's the manager's job and the leader's job to talk to those people mm-hmm. about this cannot happen mm-hmm. in the workplace. Right. And many times I would refer the employee assistance program, mm-hmm. which is what a benefit that most employers have. If they don't, I strongly encourage it because mm-hmm. they can seek counsel or help for mm-hmm. the situation. Yeah. The person who's having marital difficulties should be seeking a doctor's advice or a therapist's advice, mm-hmm. not your coworker. Right. It's just not the right place or time mm-hmm. for those things. Right. So lots of coaching. Compassion is really important in those situations, but firmness too. Mm-hmm. I mean, if people don't want to listen to you and don't want to stop, right. the next action is discipline yeah. and maybe even separation. Yeah, it's a tough topic, but it's real. <laughs> Very real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So as we do wrap up today, um, do you have any last thoughts or Pieces of advice you can share with our listeners. Um, advice number one for the employees. Sure. Anything. Keep yourself very professional. Keep yourself engaged in the work. And if 
you do meet somebody, do it the right way according to the policies and procedures. Mm -hmm. Don't cause drama for yourself or for your employer. It's not necessary. Mm -hmm. You can have romance in the workplace, mm -hmm. but not always and right. not under all conditions. Mm -hmm. And then for employers, teach, mentor, guide by example, have solid, clear policies and education for your employees. Don't make assumptions that they know and understand. Mm -hmm. Don't make the assumption that every employee walks into your organization knowing your rules. Right. Because mm -hmm. your rules, look at Google. Mm -hmm. I would never think I'd have a rule like that in my mm -hmm. workplace, right. but I understand and respect why they do that. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't walk in there assuming that that's what the rule is. We have to know and understand what our employers expect of us. Yep. And always deal with people you know, in a compassionate, understanding way and fair and reasonable. Um, I think the days of top-down punitive management don't work. Mm -hmm. Understanding people where they're at and getting them to a place that they need to be. Mm -hmm. Those are all great points. So I want to thank you for being on 30 Minute Thrive today and really sharing your knowledge, expertise, advice on romance in the workplace. It's a fun topic. It was. Thank you, Sophie. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed it. But if you liked our chat or topic today, I encourage you to leave a comment or review, share this episode, and consider joining MRA if you aren't a member already. We have all of the resources available in the show notes below for you, um, including Maureen's email and LinkedIn profile. So if you'd like to chat with her today or connect with her, those are also available to you in the show notes. Otherwise, thank you so much for tuning in today, and we will see you next week. Thank you. And that wraps up our content for this episode. Be sure to reference the show notes where you can sign up to connect for more podcast updates. Check out other MRA episodes on your favorite podcast platform. And as always, make sure to follow MRA's 30-Minute Thrive so you don't miss out. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next Wednesday to carry on the HR conversation.